sins before it's washed to the sea. Yes, and how many years can some people exist before they're allowed to be free? How many times can a man turn his head pretending he just doesn't see? The answer, my friend, is blowing in the wind. The answer is blowing in the While I reminisced my memories of grocery shopping as a child in the previous episode, I did not touch on how the entire supply chain has drastically been changed over the years. There is a paradigm shift now in the way we buy, store and consume and discard our day-to-day -day perishables that is crying for attention. The carbon footprint at every stage, right from where perishables are sourced from to the packaging of groceries, to the transportation of the same, to the return policies and the layers of all the single-use plastic that gets added at every hub location. I'm not against plastic. I seriously am not. However, I cannot get myself to rationalize its one-time use, which I think most of us connect to, right? That is when I meant that if we source from local stores and reduce the packaging and probably have lesser garbage to generate, the entire deluge of the humongous quantity of waste we burden ourselves with, especially with the FMCG market, could be done away with. What's the big deal, you may ask? We segregate our waste at source and send it to the recycler. Well, not all the plastics get recycled. And unless you find a recycler who is conscious of all this as much as he would want to make money, the entire segregation of waste at source is a pitfall. In fact, that's what happened with me the other day. My son put some trash in the wrong bin and I went like, what? No! And he quipped, Mom, did you ever segregate your garbage when you were a kid? And that put me in my place. And I realized that it is imperative to talk about the dangers of unsegregated waste. I had to make it interactive with my child so as to not lose focus on the topic we were discussing. We played a game of dominoes and then my sermon on the interrelation between non-toxic surroundings and our health continued. How unsegregated garbage leaches over a period of time in the landfill, resulting in leachate leading to methane emission and eventually the peril of groundwater contamination. And he gave his quintessential pom 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 music. And I went on then to explain eating choices. The meat and fish kiosks in supermarket sources have conveniently adopted the practice of storing and packaging in single-use plastic bags and disposables. The same contents which were sold in the earlier years, the meat or chicken used to be wrapped up in leaves and tied with thread. The fishmongers used to come home with the catch. Why can we not now source locally and get containers of our own if we must get from supermarkets and do our bit in reducing those bags? That's my only ask. 
Why rely on the bags from the shopkeeper when you can carry your own to carry back your purchased items? Trust me when I say this, my kids know a lot more about waste management than I did when I was their age. In the name of convenience, we do not mind loading our garbage pickers and trash handlers in the management of the entire waste. The landfills sadly are not landfills anymore. They are turning into dump yards. The landfills in theory are supposed to be lined with absorbing material and matter to fill up the garbage. But what is happening now is the garbage is just being dumped into these places and hoping that the job is over. Which is why the best way of dealing with waste, both economically and environmentally, is to avoid creating it in the first place. I will stop now and let you read up. Let's make informed decisions. Let's generate waste mindfully.